0: Welcome to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Today, we're talking about customer service. And Greg, let me tell you, the customer's always right.
1: Uh, really? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know that's what everybody says, and I know that's not correct, but yeah, no, I know. That's, that's we gotta so make true. them feel they're yeah. right, though, right? That's the right. key. We gotta make them feel they're right. Uh, I got a story about this, actually, Russ. All right, give it to me. Okay, so back in the day when I had my golf store and you know just to kind of refresh everybody, I custom fit golfers for golf clubs. And I had this one gentleman walk in one day and he was in his 60s and you know he had kind of a slower golf swing and and you know when you're custom fitting people with a slower swing you need more flex to their shaft. Just helps them hit the ball as far as they can for their golf swing. And he came in. I, I'm fitting him. I said, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to put you in a a senior shaft." That was kind of the 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 flex of the of the shaft. I said, "I'm going to put you in a senior." He goes, "Oh no, Greg, you must be doing something wrong. I need a stiff shaft. You know, the stiff shaft is, is is you know that's for the better players." And I'm going, "Yeah, you know, the guys that swing really hard, they tend to be good players, and and yes, they do need a stiff shaft." But, you know, with your swing speed, I really recommend that, you know, you use a, a senior flex. I think you're going to get better performance out of that. And he was just very, very determined that he needed a stiff shaft. And going back to the customer's all right, I put him in a stiff shaft and I go, you're not going to play well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but if
1: that's what you want, I'm going to build you exactly what you want. So I built him what he wanted. And you know what? My lesson was learned because he did not come back and and have another set built. And I bet you if I stuck to my guns and I built the clubs that I knew would be right for him, he would come back and thank me. And he would say, you know what, Greg, you're right. I'm hitting the ball better than I've ever hit it before.
0: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and that's 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 the thing right about customer service if if you give them good customer service they will come back and they will give you more business but if you give them bad customer service even though i thought i was doing the right
0: thing i was really doing the wrong thing right well by the way that golfer's name arnold palmer Mm. no no (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. Well, you know, no, you know, I, I totally agree with you. And the thing is, I think what a lot of people don't realize is they're going to use your business because you're a like person that knows what you're talking about. You're a professional in that. And so you know more about it. And and so, you know, the, the customer, I think in a lot of cases, is probably going to be wrong. You know, like I've done like web design and things like that for clients. And man, they sometimes just take the wrong route and they're like, no, we got to do it this way. And I go, well, you know, this is going to be a problem or that's going to be a problem. And sure enough, later on, it's a problem. And, you know, they just don't understand that or get that. And I think, you know, the the mindset of the customer is always right. I think businesses pretty much have that down like they know. No, that's not ever the case. <laughs> or right. That's generally not the case, let's say. Uh, But I don't think the customers in many cases that's been so like said so many times, you know, I think that originated back in like the 1900s. You know, <laughs> like the early 1900s, the customer's always yeah. right. We should do a lookup and, up and uh, find out the origin uh, of this. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, it's so not, you know, I mean, that's not the, that's not the case. And I think a lot of customers don't realize that. And that's where you get, you know, the whole, uh, the whole Karen thing or whatever it is, which I hate that thing. Cause I know a lot of Karens and I know, you know, a lot of Karens, yeah. I know. I so know. I hate that thing. But uh, yeah, that's, I think where that comes from, you know, is the customer's always right. They get that attitude. Um, I used to work at a cookie store. That was my first ever job at a mall. I was like 16 years old. And I don't know how many times I've heard at that job where, hey, come on, man. The customer's always right. No, not really.
1: It it, it almost goes back to one of our previous shows about reviews, right? To get a good review, right? They kind of say, well, I must be right. Otherwise, you know, I'm not going to give you five stars.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Right.
1: It's kind of a weird thing now. It's like oh, I better be right. You better you better make me feel right. Otherwise I'm not gonna give you five stars. <sighs> That's it's just it's like holding holding a review hostage now to make me feel more right. Uh, so it's it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. Customer service is very challenging, but if for companies if they're good at it, they figured it out. Because one of the stats that, that I looked up for this show is about 97% of customers will tell others about very good or excellent customer service experiences. Hmm. So if you make them feel good about their experience, they are going to refer you more often, like almost 100% of the time, 97% of the time, to their friends or neighbors or coworkers. That's a huge number. And that's that's your customer source for the future.
0: Right. And well, you know, the nice thing about that is if you've got a customer that's happy hopefully you're happy with that customer as well cuz i think a lot of business owners or people just in general don't realize that you're picking your customers, you know, you're deciding by setting the price or demographics or, you know, picking, you know, whoever it is that you want to target for your business, you're picking your customers. But also once you get to that kind of, you know, that first meeting or whatever it is, now I'm saying, you know, in a retail store, okay, people just come in. But if you've got clients that you're going to work with, with, you know, in a contract basis, whatever it is, you're picking that person. It's kind of like, you know, looking for a job, you're picking them just as much as they're picking you. You don't want to end up unhappy, you know, so you you want to, you know, be at a place where you're happy just as you want your, you know, customers to be happy with you. You want to be happy with them. And, you know, if you make your customers happy and that stat tells us that you're going to probably get more customers like them, which that's great as well. Yeah. Because you want more happy customers. You want more people that are like your current customers.
1: Yeah, you want like-minded people. Usually, they, you know, they're going to have similar tastes. And if they're referring somebody, they're probably referring somebody that they feel is going to like your product or like your service. Right. right or looking for mm-hmm. it. So I, I think that's key. It's, it's an amazing stat. Just think about it. Every happy customer you have or every, almost every customer you have that's happy is going to bring in another customer. That, that, the math on that is incredible. The challenge is, is how do you get how many of these customers happy so they are going to tell uh, their friends? It's 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 a real challenge, especially mm-hmm. when you're talking about service companies.
0: Right. You know, if it's right. a
1: product, you know, if you're putting out a good product, you know, people are going to be happy with the product. But when it's a service company, and, uh, and that's where it, it becomes really challenging for a lot of businesses because everybody has an opinion they think they know how to paint the house well yeah you kind of know how to paint a house but do you know how to paint it neatly and you know do the trim right
0: and
1: (laughs) make sure you're it correctly so the paint's going to last everybody says oh I can paint the house but Mm well there's There's our professionals here.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, you know, I'd funny bring a painter because I had just talked to a painter the other day. We're talking on Zoom and uh, he gave me this painting tip. And I don't know if it was because he was looking at the walls behind me, but I knew he like that tip. If I would have known that before I painted the walls. It would have made a huge difference for me. <laughs> yeah. So these people are experts at what they do. They do it for a living, you know, for a reason. They've been doing it for a long time. So listening to them, that that is a great thing to do. And the reason why I phrase it that way is because the business owners out there, well, guess what? You're not always right. Either You know, like when you are the customer and you're working with various services, 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 I just made up a new word. Mm. Uh, You're working with an ad agency, you're working with, you know, your website designer, you're working with, you know, whomever it is. Last week we had on, uh, you know, a, a radio salesperson, you know, like. She knows more about radio sales than we do. She knows more about media buying than we do. Now, of course, we both worked in radio. So, you know, maybe there a little bit, but <laughs> it's like you got to trust those people that you're working with, which means you got to find people that, you know, are going to be compatible with you, that get you that kind of, you know, understand what your goals are and what you need, where you need to go and all of that.
1: Right. Here's another interesting stat that I learned as I was getting ready for this show. And, and I, I love your. I would love your opinion on this. Nearly seventy percent of the people would spend more money with a company that they felt gave them excellent customer service. And I immediately mm. think about restaurants.
0: Yeah, and, that's exactly and, where I went.
1: <laughs> right, because if you go into a restaurant, you get good, a good waiter, good customer service, good host, hostess. Absolutely, you're going to probably spend more on the meal. You're probably going to come back and you know, use that restaurant or eat at that restaurant again, you're probably going to tip more. Mm -hmm. And I I just know, I immediately, when I read that stat, I said, that's absolutely right. I probably do spend 70% more at restaurants for sure that I think I'm getting good customer service. And and Mm -hmm. in, in this case, it's not even necessarily the food's good. It's like, they're just treating
0: me well. Right, right. Well, that, you know, and I exactly, I, that's where I went. But, you know, the other thing is, you know, I know certain companies that I've used are maybe a little bit more expensive, but I know they're going to do a good job. I trust them. I feel, you know, great about them because they've serviced me before. I'm thinking of like my plumber, you know, <laughs> like I've had a plumber. We have an older house. Uh, you know, we've had we have had some pipes replaced, but for the most part, we've got old pipes in the house and they clog up or they, you know, something happens. And I always go to the same plumber because I just I trust him, I like him, and I refer the heck out of him as well.
1: Yeah. Old referrals is a huge reason why customer service is so important. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. like we the stat we use earlier. Now you you said something that was really interesting. My ears totally perked up because I I saw that. Yeah. Did you see that? (laughs) I did. (laughs) You said that, you know, you you trust them and, you know, they really were providing good quality service. Mm -hmm. How do you distinguish quality service to customer service? Because I think there's a subtle difference there.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to throw it right back at you. What do you think that subtle difference is?
1: So quality service, like you used the word expertise a number of times today. And, yes. I, and I think a quality service is, okay, they are experts at what they do. They're doing it right. And I, I can trust that the job is going to be done right, especially for service type uh, products and services. But that doesn't necessarily always mean I'm going to have a good customer service experience. Right. And, you know, they may be rude to me, but the job mm-hmm. was done right. Right, and I and I think there sometimes those two things get mixed up a little bit. Well, you know, the business owner feels, well, I, I know what I'm doing. I did the job right. You know, I, I'm I'm delivering great customer service. Well, not necessarily. If if you were mean to the dog <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> when when you were working on the on the pipes as a plumber, or I don't know something weird like that, that's not good customer service. That's providing a good quality, whatever, train right? but it's right. not necessarily a good customer service. So I think, you know, business owners really need to distinguish the difference there. You can be delivering right. fantastic quality, but you still need to focus on the customer service experience for your clients as well, too.
0: Yeah, totally. And you know, the, the customer service experience with this particular plumber is if I call him, I can call him at 530 at night or whatever, I'm going to get a phone call that night before nine o'clock to schedule something for the next day or the day after, whatever it is, is is reasonable. You know, he's very reasonable as far as his times uh, are concerned, or as far as his time is concerned. And he is so responsive. And that's the customer service side of it. The quality part of it is he shows up, he does exactly what he said he was going to do. It's done in under an hour. Everything works great afterwards. There's zero cleanup from me. Everything is fine, so it's like because I don't know what he's doing to the pipes. I don't know what's going on. You know, (laughs) I'm no plumber. I don't know, but what I do know is what I can see, and I think that is important as well. You know, there was the. I don't know. Somebody somebody told me this stat one time about the uh the the airplane, you know, the coffee stain on the tray of the airplane. Well, mm-hmm. if they didn't clean that, did they service the engines? Things like that, right? Well, all right. of that stuff is important your appearance, how you look, all of that. Like this guy, you know, so I did have another plumber at one point. Uh, this 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 for this one job, I called somebody else because this guy he was out of town. He was on vacation, so I called this guy, this other person, they came out and And this is, (laughs) this sounds bad, perhaps that I'm, you know, saying this about these people (laughs) on a podcast, but they came in and my house smelled afterwards. Like they had like, like a body odor about them that, you know, like they just had been work. They, I was the last job of the day and like, I didn't feel good about having them in my house. And that just one little thing, they did a fine job. Everything was fine. But I would never use them again because that was the bad experience. You never know what that's going to be, you know, for that particular customer. So it's almost like you, you got to do your best, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also said something
1: really uh, I, I really believe in, too, as far as customer service goes. You said that, you know, he showed up on time. He did what he said he was going to do. That is so key that, you know, you're kind of making a promise to your customers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to show up at a certain time. I'm going to do this job. It's only going to take me this amount of time. I'm going to charge you this amount for the work. Bad customer service is when that is not true. And it's not necessarily always a bait and switch, but, you know, you're making a commitment and you're not keeping your commitment. To me, I'm I'm walking away from that and saying that was a bad customer service experience. Like if somebody right. says I'm going to do something and they do it, I feel so much better about that company. And, and I and I do want to use that company again. And I, and I do want to endorse them and refer them more often. So, you know, for business owners out there, if you're going to say you're going to do something, don't say it unless you can do it. Right. Because it'll come back and bite you and, you, and you're going to lose referrals if you make commitments that you can't stick to.
0: Yeah, we used to call that at, uh, at a place I worked. I was a marketing director for a dot com back in like, I don't know, 2000, let's say, I think 1999, 2000, somewhere in there. And um, the the owner of the company would say, we have to Scotty everything. And I never watched Star Trek, so I didn't exactly know what that meant. <laughs> but what that meant was so Scotty, whenever something would break, I don't know, captain, I can't, I can't finish this. You know, he's got the, ac- mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to do the mm-hmm. accent, but you know, I can't finish this. I need three days. Well, Scotty, you've got three hours and sure enough, he would get it done. And that's what we would try to do is we, and it's the basically, you know, um, uh, you know, getting something in, Oh, oh what is it? Over, uh, Uh, Over deliver, under promise, under promise, over deliver. However, that said, I I say it both ways. Um, But yeah, that I think is key as well. And also, you know, that can be tough. That can be hard for businesses, especially now with so much technology out there and so many different things coming at them all at once. Um, I've got a couple of ideas as far as technology some apps that can help you with customer service that I'll throw out there. And I'm sure, Greg, you're going to have some comments about that as well. Maybe we'll hear another golf story also. I'll um, fill in it in. Oh, perfect. We'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> right after this. You know, a great way to promote your business is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to a podcast and we're telling you to make a podcast. How cool is that? Yeah. Well, okay. Where do we do it? We do it on Anchor. And why? Well, because they do all the work for you. They distribute the podcast. You can edit your podcast right on your phone or within your computer. Uh, Everything you need for a podcast is right there in one place. Just go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. And we're back. Uh, Yeah. So customer service. We we said we were going to come back and then we came back. See, there we go. We 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 promised and we delivered. Everybody should be happy right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned some software, and see, I've got to get right into it. I've got to tell you what that software is. So it doesn't really, you know, matter which one you choose here. I'll give you a couple, but the thing is really being organized is going to help you right a, a database of some sort, whether that be just a Google sheet or Excel or whatever to keep track of your um, uh, customer list and all of that and, and maybe something you know like Trello which is you know really like just a, a it's a light project management heavy to do management type of software something like that would help. But let me give you some a couple of suggestions here. kind of on the higher end, like Zendesk. Oh man, I can always tell when a company is using Zendesk. Um, and I, I gotta say, none of these are, uh, companies are paying us. I mean, we'd love it if they would, but they're they're not just yet. But <laughs> hello, Zendesk. Come in, exactly Zendesk. right. So this is a. It's basically a cloud based customer service software and it can essentially track your communications through email or web social phone chat you whatever you think of you can track your communications in here and what's nice about it is if somebody chats with you it's going to remind you to chat with them back or send them back or you know hey i promise to do this i'm going to do this now let's say you don't want to you know quite go there. Uh, You want just something simple. I had a company tell me the other day, and I thought this was a fantastic idea. They said what they do is when they set up a customer's, uh, you know, they go to a customer's house, whatever it is. As soon as they get home, they have their iPhone reminders set to say, basically it it creates a to-do for them that says, send out contracts. Great. (laughs) You know, there's your little reminder because we all know, you know, you come home, you've got, uh, you know, you've told stories about your your daughters coming up and giving you the big hugs or Mm -hmm. now you've got the dogs, uh, which fortunately have not uh, come in on the podcast so far. Uh, You've got all of these little distractions coming at you. It's good to have that reminder to do it. So whatever you can do, make sure you're using technology. It's your friend um, most of the time, sometimes not so much. Uh, we've, saw, we've seen some demonstrations of that earlier uh, with uh, Greg and I here trying to get this podcast out today. But it, it, it is your friend and, you know, you've got to do these things. Now, if you want to go high end, you've got Salesforce Desk, uh, that thing. It's definitely cool. It's a little pricier, but if you're already using Salesforce, you can add some options in there to help you out to manage your uh your customer communications and client interactions. Um there's so many options out there. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of options out there. And if you're not using one, guess what your 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 competition is? And they're going to be giving better customer support. So make sure you look into something, some sort of customer service or customer support tools that are available, because there's just too many and they're at every single price option. So you got to do it.
1: I agree with you completely. And you got to stay in contact with the customers. You
0: know,
1: I mean, there's two things this is going to help you do. Whatever software you'll end up choosing is going to, you know, manage your communications, which is so important because if you're not staying in communication with existing past clients, then you're losing an opportunity because like you said, your competitors are going to contact them. They're going to try to pull your customers away from you. And the only way you're going to be able to keep them is stay in communication with them. Mm hmm. Now, here's, here's one thing that these softwares will help you do. Um, follow-up after a job has been completed.
0: Yeah, yeah. How many
1: companies actually do a good job of follow-up nowadays? Right. It just seems like everybody's so busy, they're just on to the next job, on to the next yeah. job, on to the mm-hmm. And they forget about, okay, did I do a good job? And just asking that question carries so much weight with consumers nowadays. Because nobody does it hardly anymore, so even if you just you know use one of these softwares and you just did a, a simple follow up, I hope you enjoyed the you know the job that we performed. Do you have any feedback for me? Uh, and a lot of times when you just do that follow up step, it leads to another job. Oh, and, yeah. even when, and even when it doesn't lead to another job, it impresses your customer so much that eventually it's going to lead to another job, or it's going to get you a referral. Yeah. Either way, it's more, it's more business. And that's the key here, but do the follow-up steps. It's not easy. That's why, you know, you need that software to help you, you know, put all that together.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm a total database geek. So, you know, when I was running my entertainment business, I put together my own database, set everything up and I set up automated follow-ups with people, set it up so that, you know, on a, what I did, you know, I did a lot of weddings. So what I did with that was at like one month, hope you enjoyed your honeymoon, blah, 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 whatever it was. I would always ask them where they were going and I'd throw it in there. So hope you enjoyed Hawaii. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoyed that. That
1: little touch of customizing
0: it makes makes a big difference. That's
1: a good move.
0: And then one year anniversary. Hey. Congratulations on your on your you know first year. Uh, really enjoyed you know working with you at your wedding. Hope everything's going great. Blah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I would send those out. I would book seriously forty to fifty events a year just from those emails. Mm-hmm. Forty or fifty—that's that's like over fifty thousand dollars right there just by sending out a couple of emails, and it was programmatic. I didn't even have to do it. Now now I'm telling that to my customers. It's it's been long enough where I can I can reveal that, but it was programmatic. I would program them the night of the wedding while I was at the wedding. I pushed the buttons so that they would go out. <laughs> and it made me $50,000. I mean, a year. <laughs> you know, like right. that was great. Those so are the moves uh, that every company should be doing. Exactly. I, you just have to these days. And the thing is You know, I'll say it again. The software out there makes it so easy to do this that you have no excuses to not be great at follow up and be great at just really making those customers that were fantastic customers, make them customers again or make them refer you.
1: Mm -hmm. And, you know, as as we're kind of winding down the show, the, the one last piece of advice that I've learned over the years is the majority of dissatisfied customers is usually a result of bad communication. Yep. It's not necessarily because, you know, you produced a bad product or your service was bad. It was poor communication. It's like either setting an incorrect expectation or not doing the follow-up or, you know, changing plans and not telling them that the plans have changed. Uh, it's delivering a product late and not telling them the product's going to be late and and giving them a reason why the product's going to be late. It's bad communication. And, you know, most of the time, I'm not going to say every time, but most of the time, bad communication is due to laziness. Yeah. It's just a matter of, okay, I got to get around to doing it, but you got to do it. I know it's tough. And we've, we've, (laughs) we've gone over so many times how tough it is to run a business. It's not easy.
0: So no, this is no, this is not, not a all.
1: this is not a minor point. Yeah, none it's, of this it's is a easy. challenge. But if you have good communication, it's going to lead to good customer service.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And you know the thing is, in, uh, in what you're talking about with expectations, I will add that also setting the proper expectations from the beginning is very key as well. So this just isn't like a I I said something and I'm going to do it. It's a Here is what I'm going to do. Like set that expectation of telling them when, you know, when I'm going to do it and customers will be cool about it. Like if you've got a busy calendar, like I remember doing this several times uh, because you know, uh, brides, they generally, once they pick their entertainment, uh, once they pick their venue, once they pick whatever it is. They want a contract. They want to sign it. They want to lock it in. They want to check that off. Mm-hmm. Brides are super organized. <laughs> like they're, they're the most organized people on the planet from right. what I, you know, from my dealings with them. And so I would have to set expectations if I met somebody on a Thursday night. Well, I know I'm going to get home late. There's not really a chance of me being able to send this contract out tonight. So... I can't really send it tomorrow either because I've got meetings all day or I've got this going on or whatever. So I would tell people, you know what? I will get a contract out to you first thing Monday so that you have it or first thing Tuesday. It's going to take a couple of days, but I've done this. I've already booked the date. If you want it, it's yours. I'm not going to book it, you know, with anyone else or whatever it is. Like letting them know and setting that expectation up front and then delivering upon that. And guess what? If if I get home that night And I feel like, uh, you know, not going to bed and actually sending out that contract, if I send it out, I'm a rock star. Yep. You (laughs) over delivered. Exactly. So, I mean, that whole process, if you just get used to kind of that little that little process from start to finish, you're going to do great. Right. I mean, that's that that is definitely a key to success.
1: And the, and the one last step that I'm going to throw out is on the flip side to this. If you're not doing these steps and you're not providing good customer service, research shows that 59% of people will try a new company just to look for better customer service. Yeah. You're going to lose 60% of your customers if, not if, you're, cool. if you're not doing these steps. So. It's a huge, huge aspect of every growing business is like, how do I provide good, good customer service? Because it's so much cheaper to retain a good, happy client than it is to acquire <laughs> a new one. So oh, yeah, keep everyone you have, hold on to them and let
0: them be your salespeople out there and generate new business for you. Ah, oh, what a great message there, Greg. I love it. You closed out our show on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you for listening. And thank you for subscribing to DIY for business. You know, yeah, we're, we're 10 shows in and uh, it's been a great adventure so far. We have a lot of great guests lined up and a lot more topics to talk about. So please do subscribe. And you know what? If you like what you're hearing, As we talked about in that Review Star show, those do help. (laughs) So give us a five-star review on whatever podcast application, uh, if you feel like we deserve it. As always, the advice that we give is meant to help you. And, you know, really what we want to do is make your business great and make your business grow. I hope you enjoyed listening and we will talk to you next week.